Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 164 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Preston. And Jim is still at the orthodontist. <laughs> it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of work they're doing over there with the braces. Um, but I'm also going to throw out the coffee thing again. Um, it might sound familiar to you, but if you subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash peakwealthmgmt, and you're one of the first five subscribers today, then I'll send you some coffee. Good deal. It's the Peak Organic Blend. It's the sponsor of the show. So we have to support... We have to support our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is today's topic? Today we're talking about my 2023 financial plan. The GI 23 plan. Okay. Yeah. So we've been through the Hopwood plan and the Pilot plan. Now it's the PG plan. Yeah. Preston GI. Next week is going to be Patty, okay. I think. She has not agreed to it, but we'll tease <laughs> it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is a big year. Actually... Let me, let's back up a little bit. So you graduated from Central in 21, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're approaching your two-year anniversary from school. Right. Kind of flying by or no? Yeah, definitely. Ready to go back to school? <laughs> no. Ready to no. keep moving forward? Yeah, okay. I'm excited. Okay. Um, so about two years. And so at that point, I think it'll kind of line up with the whole CFP thing. Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, keeping track of my calendar. I think if everything you know continues as is, I'll finish my experience requirement end of April. So okay. right around my two year mark. So that's like a certain number of hours or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Preston's working like a hundred hours a week, but they only give him credit for forty. So I think it's kind of kind of a scam. Yeah, I was a little upset when I found out they only <laughs> counted forty. To be honest. <laughs> right. We're like. If, can we count the internship hours, right? Can we? Right. <laughs> they yeah. said no, right? Right, yeah. No internship. Yeah, that's BS, if you ask me. Um, also, if you ask me, the CFP exam is shifted, okay? You didn't have to do a two-day test, mm -mm. and it wasn't on the same day as the Michigan-Ohio State game. <laughs> no. All right? I mean, I had to suffer through that. And you know, they only offered it twice a year back then. It was like, you know, April and November, and... On the Ohio State day and so I'm like well I'm gonna miss the game or I'm gonna have to like suffer another six months so I made in hindsight a fine decision because I passed right but like it was questionable <laughs> right my yeah. friends were like what are you doing yeah. what do you mean and it was a home game mm. anyway okay so the, the, the CFP will be locked down yeah okay excellent so what else is going on this year? I heard there's some big news. <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting married in August. Really excited about that. Okay. So that'll be a, <laughs> thanks. That'll be a big part of the financial plan for the year, of course. Okay. So what would what would change? Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of obvious things, but like, what's at the top of the list with before and after financially? Yeah. So before is just padding the bank as much as possible because weddings are expensive. So want to make sure I've got a good emergency fund set aside after we pay for the wedding. Um, and then of course there's the honeymoon as well. So got to pay for that too. <laughs> 
And then after the wedding, the hope right now is uh, purchase a duplex, start house hacking that, living in one side, renting the other. So the renter would help pay for part of the mortgage. Love it. Love it. That's something we're really eyeing for shortly after the wedding, hopefully. All right. So um, that will be... So your your lease is going to be up, and then you're going to be trying to find that duplex. You really are after the duplex, or you know, what about a starter home that can be turned into a rental later on? Yeah, that's something we've considered too. Um, so not a hundred percent set, I guess. But in my heart of hearts, I'd prefer the duplex first, just because it's immediately a rental rather than yeah waiting a few years. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, let me also back up and say, I think. You know, a lot of our clients are retired or thinking about retirement, and maybe they're thinking, "What do I care about this kid's financial plan?" <laughs> right? But look, your your kids, your kids, maybe are a little older, can learn from Preston's um, smart CFP brain, or if they're younger, right, they can also, you know, also learn from right. what he's going through. So I think that this conversation can be really beneficial to people. Right. And on that same point, um, I was telling you about the book, The Automatic Millionaire. By yeah, David I started Bach. listening to that last night, this morning. Yeah, I read it a few weeks ago now, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, it is more advantageous for someone who's, you know, in their 20s or 30s to read, but highly, highly recommend everyone reads it. It's a great read. It started out, um, it kind of seemed a little dated to me because he was referencing like the 2000, 2001, 2002 crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he wrote the book in 03, and in 2016, he came out with a newer version where he essentially just put in new thoughts within the same old book. Yeah, so. yeah. And so the concept is, right, and actually in the first chapter, I think he's talking about a case study where they never made great income, but they lived within their means. They turned their starter home into a rental and... Uh, paid extra payments on their mortgage and you know signed up for the 401 early on and just everything was on cruise control from the very beginning yeah yeah automatic millionaire literally automatic. they put it all automatic yeah so speaking about that I know that you you've been featured in all the media outlets lately about the spreadsheet you made talking about what it what it would take for a, a, a newly minted college grad age 22 you know to get to a million dollar nest egg in 20 years so that's kind of an automatic you know concept as well yeah yeah you know setting it up automatically is great and the spreadsheet you're talking about um i I love spreadsheets (laughs) yeah i set it up to figure out how much do you need to save each year with you know standard historical market returns to reach a million within 20 years um and the number is about eighteen thousand dollars a year but that's pre-tax money. So if you wanted the Roth equivalent, because I love Roth, you love Roth. Um, it's great for most people who are young. So the Roth equivalent would be about 14000 a year. Very nice. All right. So let's talk more about investments. What's your, what have you been doing with, it, with your money? Uh, you mentioned you're saving for the wedding and stuff and maybe a house. What else in terms of investing? Yeah. So contributing to the Roth 401k here at Peak. Um, and then getting the match pre-tax, but once a year, I've been converting the match into Roth. Um, 
that way, you know, I'm taking the tax hit today and letting it grow tax-free forever. And our third-party administrator thanks you for the admin, <laughs> for the added administrative burden for that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're doing the 401, getting the match, doing the Roth. Um, um, maxing out my Roth IRA as well is okay. another big piece of it. Okay, very good. Like I said, all Roth. I love it. And how about at risk? Risk, taking a lot of risk. Um, because I'm young and I know especially in these retirement accounts, even if I wanted to, I can't touch it for 36 more years at this point. So I'm actually invested in, well, ETFs to keep the cost lower, but double exposure index ETFs. Not a recommendation. Right, definitely not a recommendation. Educational um, purposes only. Right, um, but in my case- You, I you went off the model. Yeah, <laughs> in my case, I really like them because I've got such a long time horizon and I know, you know, like in 2022, I felt a lot of pain because the market was down and for every 1% the market was down, I lost two. Um, but I know over time the market's gonna be up and this double exposure is gonna help me count. Well, if you knew the market was going down last year, why would you do double exposure? Just kidding. Yeah. All right, what about, what about debt? So student loans, right? Um, four years at Central is not cheap, right? Right. So uh, how are you approaching student loans? Yeah, so Thankfully, uh, I earned a few merit scholarships from Central and my parents helped out a little bit. So the student loan debt coming out of college was very manageable. Um, and on top of that, I graduated after they had already paused the interest accruing on loans due to COVID. Um, due to what? <laughs> due to COVID. <laughs> um, so, but even though the interest isn't accruing, I'm taking advantage of a program that was passed in the original CARES Act where I can take a portion of my income each year that I earn through peak and pay it to the student loans and I, it's tax-free. I don't have to pay tax on that income, which is fantastic. And, and, and the CPA thanks you for that extra administrative burden <laughs> as well. Right, I'm not very easy going with <laughs> the third party. All these new but, programs right. costing, costing the employer you know, administrative <laughs> expense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but continuing to pay it down even when the interest isn't accruing. And something we talk about a lot is the debt snowball, where you know you pay down the lowest balance first and then you take the monthly payment and roll it into the next one. I'm doing it not based off uh, loan amount, but based off interest. So even though interest isn't accruing right now, I have one student loan, the one from 2018-19 when rates were higher, where it's over 5%, so I'm just attacking that one as hard as I can to get to make sure once interest gets turned back on, I'm not getting hit with 5%. You're attacking that loan with enthusiasm unknown to mankind? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so um, what about health insurance? Uh, still on HSAs my, and stuff, right? Well, still on my parents' insurance right now. Um, likely switching to my fiance's insurance later this year after we're married, but... For the time being, won't be on an HSA plan, even though I think it maybe would be a good idea. So going on to future spouse health insurance, Peak Wealth Management does? Thank you for that. That's <laughs> yeah. an excellent, excellent setup. Yeah. Thank you. And what about uh, children, um, not to not to pry, but like um, when, if and when you have kids, what do you think about the whole 529 discussion that we talked about? last week, right? And uh, as it relates to education goals for the family. 
Yeah, so that's something me and my fiance still need to talk about as far as how much we'd like you to You got to be on the same page. Right. Man. You know. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, prior to the conversation, I think we're on the same page that we'd like to pay for most of it, have the kid put a little skin in the game, and then maybe we can help pay the loan off afterwards. But want them to have some skin in the game, at least a little. Um, but oh. using the 529 to fund the part that we would fund. Yes. Very good. Now, I'm very jaded. Okay. Extremely. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. <laughs> but I love it. I just get, I, I laugh internally when, when young people say, what, I can't wait till I'm a dad. Or when I'm a dad, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, and let me just tell you, none of it will happen. Okay. <laughs> Very little of it. Yeah. Best, would you say, best intentions. Right. Right? Yeah. So I deal with that quite a lot on a daily basis. <laughs> And I just shake my head. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Anything I missed that's important to, you know, your audience craves this info. So don't leave them hanging. Uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, like we were talking about earlier, I'm young, so I don't have a super complex plan yet, but I do make it a little complex for the third party administrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. You know, just putting everything on automatic, Roth 401k, converting the pre-tax 401k, Roth IRA, padding the bank systematically, using the bonuses to pay off student loans. Everything is very systematic in my life. Excellent. Well done. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, if you'd like a second opinion that that Preston can offer you, you can reach out at peakwm.com, and we'd love to chat there. Thank you. See you next time. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.